If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Is the mainstream media trying to brainwash us? I think so, and I'll show you how. The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Every Saturday from 3 to 6, I am back at my regular time. But this is not going to be a regular show. I had a super rough week. I... If you ever hear the expression, you look like you lost your best friend. Well, I actually lost my best friend this week. My friend Liz died, and I, I wasn't sure I could or should do the show, but I decided to go ahead with it because she was a huge fan. She knew how important the show is to me, and it would have really bummed her out if I canceled it. So I decided to do something a little bit different, something I think she would have really liked, Something that would cheer me up. I think we could all use a little cheering up these days because no matter which side of the aisle you are on, it's uh, it's not very uplifting to watch the news, follow the news. So, so I just I wanted to do something that I thought would kind of uh, help me turn the corner, and something I thought Liz would like. And this is what I have in mind. She was a convert. Liz was a convert. She used to be a liberal, and then she became a hardcore conservative. And it's like when, you know, smokers, like former smokers or recovering alcoholics, like have no tolerance for smokers or drinkers anymore. She had no tolerance for liberals. And, I mean, she she thought, she actually registered as a libertarian after listening to my show, but she was really just a hardcore conservative. And if you, like, even mentioned Keith Olbermann's name, and I know, like, her family and friends are probably listening today. They know that this is true. She would just, like, roll her eyes and groan, like many of us do, I think. But uh, so I thought it would be funny and fun to pull together some of the kind of crazier things that the liberal media is coming up with these days. It's really, it's getting shrill. It's getting fanatical. It's, you know, if it, if it really manages to turn this country upside down, it'll be scary. But in the meanwhile, I do actually think it's so ridiculous that it's funny. So Binkley is going to really, he's really put a lot of effort into trying to pull together clips that will help, kind of fit the fit the mood of the show demonstrate these kind of extreme preposterous liberal memes that are coming across these days so binkley thank you so much for all that extra work and i i do so did you like in pulling all this stuff together did you come up with a kind of a theme like what do you what's the general uh tone of of what you've what you've discovered and pulled for us well the general tone is lunacy is what the general <laughs> tone is but they've kind of created this alternative universe where they're pushing these themes that it's absolutely crazy to believe that obama might have tapped trump's wires 
Another theme is that Trump is definitely tied to Russia. We just need to find the evidence. And the other theme is just be very afraid all the time. <laughs> yes, I've de- I, 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 this has been going on. I know you and I have noticed this for weeks, if not months, but really it's reached a fever pitch in the past couple of weeks. But like this week, for obvious reasons, I did not do my normal, like reading the journal cover to cover, uh, tuning into the news, surfing the web all day long to try to figure out what's going on. But I did try to like uh, pop in and check the headlines every once in a while. And it really felt to me like every single time I checked the headlines, (laughs) it was about the Trump's tweet that Obama wiretapped Trump Tower. It's like, I think this is weeks old by now. It's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) And here's the thing that's so crazy about it is that, uh, you know, I say stuff like this and people get all mad and they call. You can call and be mad if you want. But but it's, to me, it was so unimportant for, for a couple of different reasons. One is that, it it was just Trump just popped off at Obama, you know. I mean, it could be it's unstatesmanlike, I guess, but that's actually what people like about Trump is this raw, right. unfiltered reaction. When you're writing 140 characters, I know this was your response right away. Like we tweet all all the time. I think I have 11,000 tweets. Like you to put a complex thought in 140 characters is you you give people a lot of latitude. But what was really for me more important than that was how self-evident the comment is maybe it wasn't obama with a stethoscope listening in you know <laughs> through the plaster yeah. but it was so obvious that uh, for for reasons that are in evidence first of all i my entire like if people have been listening to my show for a while my entire theme of the of the Obama presidency for years I called him the surveillance president people think it was Obamacare or just socialism generally I all from the beginning I my view has been the most significant thing that Obama did and what he was there for number one was to implement the total surveillance state that that that's where that's what his job was, to keep anybody on the left who actually cared about privacy and all that kind of stuff quiet while he made this what, what is a stepping stone to totalitarianism. And then you have, so that's just was obvious to me. Then you had a couple of other things like all the NSA revelations. You had Snowden, this recent WikiLeaks data dump called Vault 7. If you haven't heard of it, I did, I think it was my last show on that. Uh, so for even though I think Snowden and Vault 7 are inside jobs, a little bit limited hangouts where they're doing it for some reason, the information is real. I mean, the NSA is spying on us. Me, you, Obama, Trump, they're all over it. They, yeah. it's might not, you know, it might not be that interesting. I'm not sure they really care when I tell my kids they have to clean their room before I get home, you know, on my email. I don't think they really care about it. But when they do care, they have it so they can look it up and and then you have like actual examples of it. So the national security advisor, Flynn, actually lost his job in record time because there were wiretaps of his phone. I mean, I, you know, maybe wiretaps in quotes of his phone <laughs> and he uh, and somebody leaked it. And then people don't use this example. But Dennis Kucinich talked to Gaddafi's son before Hillary and her gang uh, toppled that regime, had him killed and 
that conversation Kucinich had was recorded and much, much later leaked. And Kucinich said he had no idea that he that he was he doesn't know who did it, just was not aware of that. So we know it's done. We know it's done constantly. And I started to wonder, why is this around the clock, you know, around the clock on the news for weeks? And I, I it hit me like a ton of bricks. This is a classic distraction. This is an absolute distraction. And what I think they're distracting us from, if you, if you just turn the page, you know, that's all over the front page. If you go to the second page, you have American soldiers now are fighting in Syria. They're not there training. This yeah. is a, right? Did you catch how significant that is? Yeah. It's so underplayed in the media. Uh, they don't bring it up at all. No, and then we're bombing the crap out of Yemen, which we're doing for Saudi Arabia because Al-Qaeda participated with Osama bin Laden and 9-11, everything, in Yemen under the regime that we are fighting to bring back, the one that we protected. These, this is a, a different regime. So it's not, it's what they're telling us is absolutely easily debunked and then on the cover of the wall street journal today i've been flagging this week after week tillerson but i have to read this blurb to you if we have a second uh trump and tillerson hardened the u.s approach to north korea ruling out direct talks and raising the option of a preemptive strike on north korea which is really just declaring war on china and this is trump who said why can't we talk to people why yeah, yeah, that was his whole thing. Yeah, and a preemptive strike is an attack. That's a euphemism. A preemptive strike, right. what does that mean? It's an attack. They yeah. don't have the ability to, to attack us. So this is big stuff, and we're not talking about it. And they put it on the newspaper on Saturday. You know, it's big stuff. And then there's the other layer, I think, is going on, which is what you and I talked about in an early podcast that we did for Propaganda Report, uh, episode four, I think, is my favorite, uh, was Strategy of Tension, where they actually agitate the population against itself and um, for political purposes to try to... uh, It actually, the kind of textbook definition of it that I came up with then, not realizing how significant it would be, was to, you know, how much it would really apply to what, what was unfolding before us was that it was used to undermine democracy and call, have the people give up on this kind of civil society and call for military control of the government or police state. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if this constant agitation isn't meant not only to distract us from foreign policy escalation, we can peel the onion on that later in the show. There are a lot of signs pointing to that. But also this uh, ushering in a kind of totalitarianism here at home as as the population kind of gives up on the system. And I I do I do want to take it light with our clips. But, I, <laughs> you know, is it possible for me to do that? I, I guess I'm not. I'm, I'm always just going to jump down into the rabbit hole. So maybe, <laughs> maybe you can throw me some... Uh, Whatever. I'm going to attach a rope to you. Yes, throw me something that I can shine a little light down there. But I (laughs) I do want to have fun with it. But I feel like the themes that you're talking about are really serious. Their approach to it can be laughable. And I and hopefully we can we can strike a balance here. I want to get to some tweets. I want to get to some calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. At Monica Perez Show is uh, my Twitter handle. And if 
And maybe just uh, coming up next, we can start with one of the kind of funnier, more outrageous clips. So stay tuned. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. If you're a Trump supporter, I'd like to talk to you for a little while about dogs and cats. Dogs and cats and horses and hamsters and guinea pigs and snakes and any other animal you love. Because with one change made under this administration, a lot of them are going to die and a lot of them are going to suffer and you and I won't even be able to find out that it's happening. That was Keith Olbermann. Is that, is that <laughs> saying, uh, basically just trying to terrify people, uh, we, Trump's going to kill your pets and you're not even going to know it? <laughs> like, what? what was that, Binkley? He was referring to some list that they took off of some website. See, he doesn't go into any of the details, really, in his rants. He just makes these bold assertions and then says something really crazy. So I've seen these. These are Keith Olbermann's... He makes this series of videos. I think he calls himself the resistance. Yeah. Or that that's what people say. It really makes me mad though, because in September 2013, I did a podcast called The First Victory for the Resistance, which was about that Obama and Kerry were begging us to bomb Damascus and uh, for the children because they're because of the chemical weapons attacks, which later were proven to be from the rebels. So thank goodness we didn't do that. But the people stood up and they wouldn't even bring it to a vote in Congress. And I I called that the first victory of the resistance. But now these guys have hijacked my term and they do. They are using parallel. uh, You know, there are a lot of parallels between the Obama, the reaction to some of what Obama was doing and the reaction to Trump, although I, w- I do want to get into that a little bit. I feel like the Obama thing was more authentic. They called it AstroTurf, but this is obviously top down. When you hear this stuff, agitation, I think you call it agitprop, agitation propaganda, yeah. coming down from the top to make people freak out about stupid stuff or unproven stuff. I mean, it's got it's got AstroTurf written all over it. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna get. I want to get to more of that. I want to get to Alan's call. He wants to talk about the double standard in the media. I think that's for sure true. It's 65 outside the studio. It's a seven on the Mellish meter. I thank you very much for your lovely tweets. Very much appreciated. Uh, I'm taking calls 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB Talk, and we'll be reading some tweets on the air, playing more of these really outrageous clips. Uh, so stay tuned. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB Saturdays from 3 to 6. And we're talking today, trying to lighten the mood a little bit, uh, poking some fun at what's coming out of the mainstream media. The I hear all this stuff on the news now that were like my expressions, the fake news, the deep state. Uh, I thought I kind of coined alt-left, but that could have been simultaneous discovery. But I, I, I think every one of those expressions came out in one sentence on Hannity earlier. <laughs> and I, I just thought it was funny because people were telling, look at me like I'm a nutcase year, you know, in years past because I identified these background 
forces. Now, I think they're being whitewashed in the mainstream media. I think the deep state is not Obama holdovers. I think they the deep state rises above and beyond parties and elections and even generations at this point. So for me, it's a much more serious thing. But they so one of the expressions that I noticed just being used and overused was the left wing left wing media, left wing uh, bias media, left left wing mainstream media. That's kind of an old expression, left wing. And but it is. But I've always noticed there was a left leaning bias in the media, not just on the left. But also on the right, when you listen to Fox News, they don't talk about we need to have no welfare state. They don't talk about we need that the federal uh, control of health care is a violation of the 10th Amendment. They say whose policy is better. They completely acknowledge, stipulate that socialism is inevitable in this country. And so for me, I feel like the left wing media is super, super left and the right wing media is kind of left too. <laughs> and so um, I hesitate to use the expression of the left wing media, but this is kind of the, this, this, what we're listening to, Binkley pulled some great clips for us. What we're really listening to is the, an absolute manipulation. It's a manipulative kind of uh, partisan left-wing media, just almost kind of trying to brainwash us, not even with logic and reason, not like with evidence and convincing arguments, which they say they have and may even have. I feel like they're almost training us to not look for that, even from they, they who call themselves the standard bearers call themselves the real news they should be providing the names of sources if at all possible evidence to support their claims coherent narratives that actually explain what's happening give you an idea of what's coming but they're they're not even doing that anymore yet they still are trying to claim legitimacy so i'm i, I have noticed it I'm going to try to take it lightly, but uh, but I'm keeping my eye on it in case it actually grabs hold and has a real impact. We might be in trouble. But I, I want to go take some calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can also tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. I'm going to Alan in Atlanta. Hi, Alan. You're on with Monica. Hi there. Hey. Uh, the liberal media is pretty much biased. And uh example is, remember about seven or eight years ago, some poor... Uh, Rodeo clown decided he wanted to wear an Obama mask. Poor guy was I, I crucified, was oh. fired, couldn't get a job for about a year or so. Also, that uh, anytime a reporter or something said Obama and not President Obama, they would just go off on him, you know, not showing him respect or anything. Yet here we are with Saturday Night Live and people calling him despicable and a Nazi, and you don't hear anything. Not a yeah. thing about showing him any respect. It's quite so. disrespectful. I, I agree with that. And I did notice, I even wondered at the time, I really feel like the politicians on the left and the right, as a general rule, do not deserve my respect. I mean, I hate to even say that, but I feel like they their business is to lie and that they use this exalted position this uh they act like they need they deserve all this respect and it kind of bums me out because they don't they're contemptible in most cases so but i actually basically have just basic manners and don't try to to uh disrespect people slight people without 
you know, a necessary reason. I try never to do it. But they but there was a total double standard. I agree with you. So when it came up, I'm just saying when it came up with Obama, even though I did not think he was defending the Constitution like he took an oath to do, I hesitated to be disrespectful just because he's a human being, you know. But with Trump, it's they they really go crazy on it. Oh, they do. And like I said, it's just the liberal media does not have any respect for our candidates or people we like, but we are supposed to respect them no matter what. It's a double, it's two-faced. It's a double standard. Yeah, I think and, I'm going to... And until, and another thing, if you say something, even if it's a lie a, a thousand times, you're going to get somebody to believe you eventually. Oh, it's for just, sure. You know, and beyond that, if you are on their side of the aisle, I noticed this about, I call it the art of ambiguity. They put things out there, even just that tweet about Obama and wiretapping. There's two interpretations to almost everything that gets round the clock news coverage so that if you're on the right already, you totally get that interpretation that the right is giving you seems obvious to you. But if you're on the left, the interpretation they give you seems obvious to you. So you have this, they intentionally... Uh, throw it out there so that you can absorb it to your liking. But I have, I want to go down the rabbit hole just a, a smidgen from uh, inspired by something you said, Alan. I remember with George W. Bush, they were so abusive to him in the media that I would defend him, like kind of knee-jerk defend him, even though I, I just remember the tipping point for me with Bush actually was when he signed the bill that, that um, effectively banned... Edison light bulbs. You know, he was the one who signed the bill to make curly light bulbs the norm in this country. And that literally, that of all the things I could object to, that was the thing that threw me over the edge. But, but what would happen, he was so abused by the media that I found myself dismissing anything the left said about him. I found myself defending him. And I, I feel like that there is an element of that or certainly we could be experiencing that again now where they're that it's intentionally divisive. They go over the top just to get people a little bit more uh, uh, polarized. I know you don't always go down that the rabbit hole with me, Alan. So uh, I'm not going to make you, but thank you very much for the call. I am. Uh, let me take one more call. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. And then Binkley, if you could queue up another clip, I will. Um, I want to hear it. Right. So I'm going to go to John in McDonough. Hi, John. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. Uh, was calling, uh, I was just driving down the road and heard your uh, statement concerning that the left is uh, going socialist uh, almost uh, downhill at a precipitous rate, and the right is going towards socialism as well. But... Uh, at kind of a uh, let's we'll get there when we get there rate, and so I've always the majority of my libertarian friends, and, and you sound like one of them in regards to the uh, libertarians that I know are very motivated, very successful, uh, fiscally conservative, but they're socially kind of you know whatever will be will be, and the problem that the right seems to uh, see is that. Uh, majority of the uh, problems that eventually become financial problems or education problems or social problems for society stem when we don't nip uh, social problems or social uh, quandaries or, or uh, mores in the bud to start with. If you allow, oh, you know, marijuana is you know, the, uh, uh, what do they call that, um, a, a 
starting drug. Gateway. Gateway drug, thank you. Sorry, I'm driving. And, yeah, it's and totally fine. I no, focus. I have an answer. I understand what your question is, and I'm, I'm going to tell you what, what, so, what my, my response is, that... You are saying you have to nip that stuff in the butt. I am saying, as a libertarian, I identify that almost all of these problems are exacerbated by government intervention. That we have, that very few people, my son has Down syndrome, and I see him as in in modern the modern society with the technological advancements that we've had he could actually produce enough to survive in this society that that the percentage of people the class of people who who truly could not uh make living take care of themselves is very small and would easily be covered voluntarily especially today with the overwhelming prosperity we would have in a free society and the and the industrial revolution for all that it's criticized all that that history has been written about how awful it was my understanding is that it was the beginning of a a society that could absolutely sustain itself even at the most kind of unskilled basic levels which is why bismarck told the kaiser to tax people so that they didn't have enough to take care of themselves and then give it back to them in unemployment and social security so that they would be dependent on the Kaiser, even though technology was making it so they they could be independent and that would rob the government of resources. So for me, the problem is that competition drives prices down, uh, greed drives people to produce more, to make advancements, but competition real hardcore uninterfered with competition drives prices down expands the economy society so that people will can take care of themselves so i don't think the government i think the government nipping it in the bud is the wrong way to look at it the government makes it worse and takes away our social power to address those problems and and that they then have no the government's only motivation is to be the last resort on that stuff. So they actually have a conflict of interest with us in that they want to promote uh, poverty and and um, chaos and uh, conflict because they're the ones who say they have the solution to it. But that's the fundamental difference in the thinking. And if you don't agree with it, that's absolutely your right. And But that's just to clarify that's what I think. And I would not, you were describing what libertarians are socially, whatever will be, will be. It's not that. We are actual, I would say, just non-interventionists uh, across the board, except for when your rights are being violated. So the government doesn't, doesn't have the right to steal from you to give to somebody else, doesn't have the right to kill people preemptively. Only if there's a real threat of violence does the government have any power because it's an extension of our right to self-defense. So it's not that we're socially whatever will be will be. Socially, you would probably have a much more conservative world in a purely free society because you would have uh, consequences for actions that are not insulated and the actual problems would plummet. That's my view. I guess maybe I got a little off track with getting to the cliffs, Binkley. I'm super sorry. Let's uh, let's just take our break now, and then we'll um, maybe come in with a clip, get back on track. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, and of course, tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. 
48 is the high today. The low overnight is 40. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And I actually was going to do the clips, but you kind of have to set them up. So I did uh, promise them for this little segment, but we're going to wait till the top of the hour and dig into some funny Jack, Jake Tapper stuff. And Binkley, I have to warn you, Binkley hates (laughs) Jake Tapper. Cannot stand Jake Tapper. (laughs) So so you got to get ready for a little venom. I'll I'll try to talk him down. He's untethered to fact. (laughs) Untethered to facts. We'll have to give... Binkley, some space for that one. So I want to go to, um, I want to take a call. I want to go to Mark in Sandy Springs. Uh, Mark, Mark, you are on the air with Monica. How are you doing, Mark? Yes, good. I'm fine. Um, two things. First of all, um, my heart goes out to you for your loss. Oh, thank um, you. I'm, I'm an older person. <clears throat> Boy, you need to cherish your friends and family. You never know. I really, I have to say my lesson here is gratitude in real time. You know, you have to like every minute you want to watch TV with your kids. Like, that's awesome. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's the best thing. So I cherish time. And I know the older I get, the more I'm going to get taught that lesson over and over again. But what you got for us, Mark? Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm going to coin a phrase from somebody I don't remember who, but taxes are toxic trespass. And how toxic depends upon who's doing the trespass. You have to explain it. Can you explain that in like 30 seconds? I have a little more than 30 seconds, but give me what you got. Sure. Um, What you were talking about, how I I don't remember exactly who you said they were taxing the people to make them more dependent. Yeah. And so it was Bismarck. Bismarck said it to the Kaiser. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And that's it. So. You know, um, like if you take oil, somebody has to pay a tax in order to get the oil out. The refiners have to pay a tax. The uh, transportation people have to pay a tax. The wholesaler pays a tax. The retailer pays a tax. Wouldn't it be neat to have a gallon of gas for 75 cents? And and then they take the taxes and they build... They they overstimulate the economy so that people buy more of the gas. You know, right. like they'll build roads with the taxes that you didn't really need to to subsidize. You know, they subsidize that infrastructure, which stimulates the economy, which which increases transactions. When really you might be happier staying home with your kids. Uh, it just makes it. It's a very complicated thought. I am definitely not going to get into in in two seconds. But I will just in one pa- passing thing say I've actually thought that maybe border wars have always really been about who gets the farmers' taxes. That that the reason they've had wars is for that. I uh, more after the break. And this is Monica Perez. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 